0: Hello, and welcome to this podcast is rigged with JW Riggs. I'm so excited for today's uh, interview. I have a great guest. Uh, you might have seen her TikTok. She's also an actress, Kara Hope Lorraine. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing so good. How are you today?
0: I'm doing pretty good. Super excited for this. Uh, it's been a pretty good day so far, but I think it's going to get a lot better with this. <laughs>
1: Yes, as I like to call Wednesdays, I call them Wacky Wednesdays, full of energy and fun and enthusiasm. So I'm so excited. <laughs> yes,
0: Wednesdays, it's like, it's weird. A lot of people's, like, people hate Mondays. I don't like Thursdays for some reason. I don't know. It's yeah, like me
1: We're a little too, it's teasing me to the weekend and Friday. It's like, just get rid of Thursday. Wednesdays, like, I've made it to the middle of the week. We're good now let's let's move on to friday and let's start the weekend
0: and it's weird i know like all the days are the same amount of time but it feels like thursday is just like the longest day of them all yes it's like thursday is just dreadful sometimes it's like no (laughs) um but uh now now back to you just so you know i do like uh, sidetrack a lot i'm like a goldfish (laughs) i hear that (laughs) um so um First of all, how did you uh, how did you get into acting?
1: Oh, my goodness. This goes back to when I was a young little lass, four year old Cara Hope. So I grew up in Greensboro, North Carolina on the East Coast, baby represent. And um, basically, my parents were divorced and my siblings had to take care of me like a lot. And so my sister ended up like, you know, when I was on her days to babysit me versus my brother, you know, well, she went to a performing arts high school. So I was always like I was I was at the theater sitting in the seats, you know, <laughs> just, just chilling, being my four year old self. And uh, next thing you know, I'm getting cast in the show because they needed a child actor. And they're like, why use? Using- and a 17 year old person to play a young person when we have this perfectly, you know, four-year-old girl right here. And my brother as well, actually, um, they used him as well because my sister would watch me and my brother. Um, And so, yeah, that's, I just fell into it. And I just remember, I remember this distinct memory that I don't think I've ever talked about like publicly. Um, But I remember I was walking on stage and I remember looking straight back in the crowd Um, to the director and the director yelled and was like um, was like told my sister she was like hey like your sister's really good and I just remember being in that moment being like theater this is a thing like this is a world like this is a place I feel comfortable and safe and I I love and I was able to really like express myself. And the first show I did was Oedipus Rex Shakespeare, which for those who are listening, like it's a very intense show. It's probably one of the most intense shows other than Hamlet, um, where like, you know, like it's just so intense and deep. Um, and so to for that to be my first show, but to find that like, hey, I actually really like theater from it being like the most dark material you could possibly have. Yeah. Like it was meant to be. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I just kind of fell into it. And then I continued on with it as I got older and um, auditioned for things. And uh, when I got to the point where my wasn't, you know, tagging off of my sisters, you know, do you need an extra little kid to be in the show? And then I just started realizing that this was something I really wanted to do. And uh, I did it in junior high and high school. And now I'm professionally doing it.
0: That's awesome. That's, that's really cool. So are you in LA currently or? I am not.
1: So currently I'm in Texas, which is like crazy, crazy, crazy times. I've been trying to move for like years ever since I moved to Texas, not my favorite place in the world, just because I live in Houston, Texas. Like I don't know a lot of performing type of people, Uh, but the pandemic, like I was going to move to LA and then the pandemic happened. I was supposed to move to New York and it's just been crazy, Um, But I think everything happens when it's supposed to. Um, But I have had incredible opportunities while being in Texas. Like my first on-camera gigs were literally filmed in Austin with incredible people and filmmakers. And I just wrapped a really big commercial. And and I wouldn't have been able to do that if I wasn't in Texas. So, you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, it's meant to be.
0: That's that's awesome. I grew up in Texas. I grew up in El Paso, Texas for the first. Really? So that's
1: like super like. Yeah. The very corner of Texas, all Texas. the
0: way. Yeah, Texas. For those of you that don't realize, Texas is like huge. So yeah, you
1: could be driving for days, days. and still not be out of Texas.
0: Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say El Paso is kind of in the middle of Texas and New Mexico. Like it's even a different time zone than most of Texas. Yes. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. But I grew up there uh, for the first eleven years of my life, and then. Uh, wow. I moved to – my family moved to Memphis, Tennessee in 2015.
1: That's amazing. I have a family that lives in Tennessee.
0: Really? I love Tennessee. Yeah. You know, Tennessee.
1: I, I liked it. I really – I actually just visited for my first time ever in September, and I was like, this is a vibe. How have I not been here before? I went to the honky-tonk bars, all of that fun stuff. It was a good time.
0: That's awesome. I love Tennessee. Another thing, like, Tennessee is huge too. So, like, people think, oh, Nashville is right next to Memphis – we're really like four hours apart (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) yes
0: so but it's uh tennessee's great memphis if you haven't been to memphis i totally recommend it despite like yeah it just like it's it could be dangerous but that's any place so absolutely so yeah like ignore like the number one dangerous city thing oh <laughs> really we're, we're not that bad um so i i love memphis though so it's it's a good place it just depends on like where you are is the main thing
1: <laughs> yeah I, I i do think where you live has a you know, a big play into, you know, developing who you are, but also like your, your happiness or mental health, I feel like location affects you, you know, if you're more of like a city person, but you're stuck in middle of nowhere, you know, it's interesting, you know?
0: Yeah, I would say I'm more, I'm a city, I'm a city boy, but I'm also a little bit of a country boy. All I pretty much listen to is country music and like some punk pop, and pop like that. That's about it. Like I was just listening to Train. Like when you joined the Zoom,
1: Train is so good. Love
0: Train, I love Train so much. And the guy from Train was actually just in a homework movie. So I was like, this is perfect.
1: Really?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well,
1: I'm gonna have to stop everything tonight. Go watch the that movie. Absolutely.
0: Well, and it was really weird. I was watching it, and I was like, oh, was George Lopez the comedian's also in that movie? So I was like, this <laughs> is really strange for a homework movie. <laughs>
1: Absolutely.
0: So uh, with Christmas time approaching, I always like to or holiday for for people that don't celebrate uh, Christmas, I, I always like asking uh, people like what their holiday traditions are.
1: Oh, okay. Well, basically, for our traditions, it involves a lot of movies, like we're a movie family. We love Star Wars, we love Harry Potter, we love all the series um so we we definitely like watch all of those like crazy and then we sit there and we bask and like oh my gosh Star Wars was so past its time like holy cow how did they film all of this like every year it happens we sit down we rewatch all of it and it's like you would think we've never seen Star Wars before that's how into it we are um and uh but uh, most of our traditions are just spending time with one another my grandparents fly into town Um, And we just spend a lot of time like we don't even really leave the house. We just like cook a bunch. We make cookies, we make roasts, we make homemade Italian food. Um, And we just like have a good old time. But one thing that we do is special. We do a Christmas Eve party. And like, um, since my parents are remarried, and I live with my mom and stepdad currently um they all of the Italians come over all the Italian family all of their friends my grandparents are in sometimes while we'll the cousins and other friends come in but it's a huge party it is so fun I love it so much there's good food there's dancing there's music we do this Huge white elephant, which I don't know if you've ever done a white elephant yes. exchange with so over 35 people, but it gets intense.
0: It does. Um,
1: <laughs> and so that party starts at like five and it goes to like 3 a.m. Like it's a, it's a long ordeal. It's fun. Um, so I look forward to that. And then we sleep in, we make homemade cinnamon rolls. Well, I, let me rephrase that I make the homemade cinnamon rolls um, for the family. And then we open up presents and watch movies. So yeah.
0: That's that that's great. I mean, Christmas has always been very special to me. So it's like I love Christmas.
1: Yeah. And personally for me too, it's like a day to reflect, like, you know, because I'm Christian, I love the Lord. So, you know, it's a it's a time to reflect on uh, you know, the gift of the Lord and all of that. So
0: most definitely. I mean, uh something I was thinking about earlier, and I always think about this. Uh similar to that is uh, I mean, my family moved to Memphis. Like I, I love Texas, don't get me wrong. I prefer Memphis and I feel like, I mean, God works in very mysterious ways because at the time my brother was going through cancer. Wow. Uh, he's in remission now, but he's eight years older than me. So he was going to college at the time in Henderson, Tennessee at Freed Hardman University. And uh, he um, he was uh, diagnosed with, uh, with cancer. And so they rushed him to St. Jude and my parents got down here. I stayed with my grandmother for about a, two, three weeks And then uh, I came down here as well and I met my awesome youth group and everything is uh, my youth minister at the time. He, uh, he worked for my brother's college, but he also worked for uh, the church we now go to. So he, um, he decided to just come visit us. And he told me, he's like, Hey, he goes, I already went to a few different summer camps this summer. Why don't you just come with us? He's like, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I thought about it for a day or two and I went with them. And when I came back, I was like, yeah, I want to go to that church. So Wow. God just works in very mysterious ways on who he puts in your life. So.
1: Absolutely. I feel like everything happens for a reason and people say that. And, um, but I think the more I'm getting older and the more I'm living through my own experiences, I'm realizing how true that is. Mm-hmm. And in a way, it honestly, it honestly like takes off the edge of stress and anxiety, knowing that everything will work out the way it's supposed to, how it's supposed to. And um, I don't know, there's like a peace that it brings you, but I'm so glad to hear that your brother is better and doing better. And hopefully that continues, you know, praise the Lord.
0: Uh, he just hit his fifth year in remission uh, that oh, last April. So he's married and everything. So him and his wife actually just moved to upstate New York because they were supposed to move uh, right before the pandemic. And then the pandemic happened. And then um, the
1: pandemic messed up everyone's plans.
0: And then, so that job fell through for him, and then he uh, he found another job in upstate New York because uh, that that just worked perfectly. So they moved there last September, and then they're coming to visit. Actually, my brother's coming in on Saturday, so oh,
1: that'll be amazing to see them.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just like God works in very mysterious ways. Is um, this time six years ago, we had no idea what was going to happen. Is uh, my brother was actually right now, six years ago, my brother was in bone marrow transplant at St. Jude. And wow. that was like the last thing. So we weren't sure what was going to happen with that. If he was going to be able to spend another Christmas with us. So luckily yeah. God, God just works in very mysterious ways and the, the doctors were great in everything. So. Yeah.
1: For those listening, like this is something to be heard, to pay attention to, to listen to Um it's, you know everything happens for a reason whether it's good or bad and you can grow and you can learn from it and if you're a believer you know that grows your faith it makes you stronger you know what I mean and I think in turn to the things we go through somebody else is going through it as well and there is peace almost in that um you know that everything will be okay and you know you're not alone you know
0: most definitely um that's why it's like, uh, I've always wanted to do this for the last few years now. I'm really thinking about uh, maybe doing a separate podcast or even writing a book or something just for siblings of yes. and stuff like that. Wait, so. That's
1: amazing. You heard it right here. Um, listeners. He's going to be, you're going to make this. I already know you should. I'm going to push you to make this.
0: Every time like I go to write the book or I go to write some type of script or something, as like I sit there for a second. I've heard a few things like I'll come back in 30 minutes. I let yeah. it sit for two years. It's like. Yeah,
1: you've got to get it out of your system. I'm actually working on a short film right now that I produced, wrote, directed. It's all by me and it's just stars me. And I've had this idea for so long. And it's just been in my brain. And I literally got to the point where it's was like, I've got to get this out of my brain. Like, I can't live with this another day longer. It's driving me nuts. I, I just can't do this. I can't live with this material sitting in my head, creating all these different realities. I just can't do it. So I'm in the middle of filming that and getting that out of my system. And slowly but surely, it's it's helping. And I think that's what you need to do. You just need to get it out.
0: Mm-hmm. That that's kind of like one uh, what one of my friends and mentors Brad Montague who like created the Kid President videos and stuff about ten years ago or so they were big on YouTube. Oh
1: my goodness, I remember watching Kid President <laughs> all in school growing up.
0: So Kid President's actually my age. His name's Robbie. I know that entire family. Like I'm really close to that entire family.
1: Oh my goodness, small world Sweet I know. Cake. Subscribe. <laughs>
0: So it's like uh, Brad Montague, his brother-in-law that made all those videos. He was on my podcast last October and uh, wow. 2020. And it's like he just said, he said before the Kid President videos, it was like big for him to where he would come up with this idea and he would tell all his friends and then he wouldn't do it. So he said one time his, one of his friends just sat him down and was like, Brad, you're like the most creative friend we have. You need to do something with that or not do anything. So he did the kid president videos. So it's like that, that really inspired me.
1: Oh my goodness. I will forever remember that. I love it. I love it.
0: Sorry. Sorry, I'm really sidetracking here and talking about myself, but
1: No, you're all good. No, I, I, I love it. I love it. I love hearing about other people's stories and what they're going through. You know, it's all relevant. It's all mm-hmm. relevant. I,
0: I feel like I uh, I like to use this podcast as kind of um something to meet uh, like with when I'm talking to the people that I'm just meeting on the podcast. I like to kind of introduce myself with stories. So it's like, yeah,
1: absolutely. As you should. should.
0: It's not only the audience hearing that person first or the audience hearing that I'm meeting that person for the first time. So it's like, yeah. And it's
1: unique and it's genuine and it's real. And your story is just as important as anyone else's story. You know what I mean? I mean, that's how we connect. I saw this amazing, I was listening to this amazing, like, type of acting thing the other day he's like writer I can't remember it's like Travis something and he was saying like every day we share something about ourselves and I was like oh it's just so interesting like we do we share like how our day was or we share uh, a vulnerable memory or something happy or sad and I think that's what's happening here you know we're sharing about ourselves and I love it.
0: Most definitely. Um, Now back to your career and stuff. So how did you start on TikTok? Were you one of the ones much like myself where started at the beginning of the pandemic because.
1: (laughs) Okay, so I actually started before the pandemic, like a few months before I wasn't going to get TikTok i was against it i was like i am not giving into this gen z whatever has happening i always made fun of people who did tiktok not made fun i was just like why are you making tiktoks are you kidding me this is just another way to get sucked into the universe of our phones and then i just downloaded it one day because everyone was sending me videos i was like i might as well just download the app um because i could not get people to stop sending me videos and I was like, okay. So I downloaded it. I started off doing dancing. Like, if you go back to the very beginning of my TikTok, you'll be like, what is this? It's just me dancing, vibing. I did one where I was in, like, the dressing room of my school and we're, like, dancing. That was actually kind of blew up. And, yeah. And, and so, and then the pandemic hit and I just really got onto TikTok and to connect, we used it because we wanted to connect to people. We felt so like alone and disconnected. And it was a place that we all went on and could relate, whether that was over a bowl of oatmeal (laughs) or dancing in the rain. So, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, we started going out of the pandemic a little bit more. And I, I'm a person who I know where I see myself for my career. I know what I want to do with my life. I know the type of stories I want to put out and the type of things I want to be a part of. And it was hard. I was getting auditions, but I wasn't booking necessarily. And um, I just got into this really type of just plateau maintenance type of situation, you could call it. And I was like, I need to do something with this creativity that I have bursting inside of me. And you know what, I need to stop with this philosophy that I need to be in another place to be creative. Like I kept thinking, oh, if I just move, everything will be solved. I had to come to that realization like no, I have a perfectly amazing tool right in front of me. And so I honestly just got on the bandwagon. I started creating content and not only did I realize it was helping me in turn with self tapes and acting and being able to access my emotions on a whole different level. Like I did not expect TikTok to actually help me grow as an actor. I just simply did it to just put myself out there. And like I said earlier, get this creative itch that I have inside of me and just release it. And, um, and now it's turned into this amazing thing that i am mentoring people i people dm me all day long and i'm talking with different people that's how we met you just sending a dm like i love meeting people through tiktok now you have to be careful that's with right, anything
0: always. but
1: Like I love answering DMs and I love reaching out to people and relating over acting or art or if they were having a bad day, I love to be there for people and be like, you're not alone. Like, it's okay." And um, I found it so therapeutic. And I felt like, I don't know, this whole thing has kind of grown. And now I have this whole kind of platform building. We're almost at 4000 followers, which is absolutely insane. I'm grateful for every single person who literally just even watches my video or likes my video or scrolls past it. And, um, and it's called the believers family. And to just like, believe in yourself, believe in your dreams. And so it's been an amazing, amazing thing that I did not expect. And honestly, if I'm going to be real here, it was God kind of pushing me to just be like, you should put yourself out there. You should start TikTok. You should do it. Just get it out. Just do it. And I started in this whole thing and I am thankful for it. I love it. And look at me now, the person who said I was not going to do it that's where I'm at. And, you know, I'm thankful and I'm, I'm blessed and, uh, it's onward and upward. I love it. I will forever keep, keep creating.
0: Yep. Uh, I was one of those who joined TikTok like the day March, what was it like March 14th, something like that of 2020. I upload, I mean, I joined it like March 8th, something like that. It was like, I'm going to delete this tomorrow. I haven't deleted it in almost two years. So (laughs) it's like, okay. And I, So my videos aren't necessarily successful, but I've made over 500. Um, I don't know why. I just make. Yeah, there you go.
1: I mean, I don't think it's about being success. You know, people are like, how can I hack the algorithm? How can I get as many followers? Like I am an actor, not because I want to be famous. I am an artist, not because I want attention. I do this to help others. I do this to help myself. I do it to just get this creative feelings that I have inside of me tangible and something that I can see on something I can look at on something that can be spread around to other people. Um, and I think that's what it's all about. And then the followers or the views and that, that follows. And if that happens, great. And if it doesn't, I'm still going to put stuff out no matter what, probably like, you know, you are, you know, like it doesn't really matter about what I have. It's just I want to put stuff out. I want to do it no matter who's listening, no matter who's watching. If if it's even just for myself, that is big enough, you know.
0: Uh mo- most definitely something really stupid I posted a few months ago because uh, well, backtracking a little bit. I worked for Spirit Halloween in 2020.
1: So <gasps> oh my goodness, that's fun.
0: Yeah, it it, it was for the most part. Um <laughs> I I wore a hot dog, I had to wear a hot dog suit. Uh, and I was outside oh, with a sign. Oh my
1: goodness, no way.
0: I was outside with a sign in a hot dog suit and I was the dummy that, well, I had to take videos every day, like post on my Facebook and stuff because my manager told me to. She's like, yeah, that'll be a good idea. Just get people in. I was like, sweet. I was the idiot that sent one of my friends who has, well, at the time he had about 500K followers on TikTok. Now he has a little over a million, but he uh, wow. he like, He was like, post it. I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to. And then a few months ago, he edited it for me and everything. He was like, here's what it will look like edited. He was like, just post it. I was like, "Eh, I don't know. I don't know how that would go. So the other, like, I guess three, four months ago, I was like, do you still have that? He was like, sure. So he sent it to me. It didn't do great the first time. Well, and then uh, I uploaded it again in October. Now it has like a thousand views or close to a thousand views. So I was like, that's still pretty good though. And it's like, he do edit it. A few other uh, people do edit it. I have tons of videos like that. Which so wow. it's like, they're unique.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just, it's unique. You never know. I mean, you just I, never know what's going to hit, you know. I right. mean, that technology, trying to understand algorithms and stuff, that beats me. That's a way above what I learned in school.
0: I <laughs> uh, agree it's like I, I don't know algorithms that that's not me <laughs>
1: yeah and then they're always changing like okay
0: <laughs> like I don't I don't get it the algorithm like if like TikTok tock should just stay the same like of course like to each person should have their own but it's still kind of stay consistent
1: <laughs> yeah exactly
0: so uh but yeah uh one of my other questions since we still have a few more minutes um what do you have any advice for anybody, I guess, like around 17, 18, that that's really wanting to get into acting?
1: I have so much advice. Um, I'll give a little bit on here, but also like anybody who's listening. My name is Kara Hope Lorraine. Look me up. Um, and I if you want to DM me like I will literally we can chat about it. Um, but I think the thing is like if first and foremost, you have to ask yourself, like, who am I doing this for? And if it's for yourself, then you're on the right track. You know, you can't acting. What I found is not sustainable um, if it's not for you. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it's also for others, but at the end of the day, you have to love what you do.
0: You need to be happy.
1: Yeah, because you're going to have to be there when you get 100 million no's. You're going to have to be there when you get one, maybe yes, you know, and you're there on the days where it's hard and you're there on the days where it's good. I mean, you live with yourself. You're the only person who is a hundred percent with you all the time. So you have to ask yourself first, like, is this something I love? Um, passion is what drives you. It's what drives me. It's what will keep you going um, and, and, and uh, keep going to new levels and new heights and challenging yourself. Um, so I think first of all, passion, just you can't mess with passion. Passion is fire. It is beauty. It is strong and powerful. Um, so, you know, if you have a passion for it, nothing can stop you and no one can stop you. The only person who can stop you is yourself. Um, I know what it's like to, to like have somebody maybe say something or try to critique you because in, in any art form or even in jobs, you're going to have people tell you that you aren't good enough, that you aren't this, you aren't that. But at the end of the day, you have to know who you are and like, definitely keep growing, keep learning. But at the same time, know that you are powerful. You are talented, that you are doing what makes your soul happy. Um, and, you know, don't, don't let others negative opinions bring you down it's so easy to listen to other people that are like that's not a career or you are horrible in that you're like no we're people we're human like we fail we get back up we make amazing things sometimes things hit right sometimes they don't so at the end of the day like know who you are because that is what's going to help you keep going as well in an industry as crazy and fun and exciting as this. Um, Don't go into the industry trying to find who you are. I got this amazing piece of advice a long time ago, know who you are and then approach the industry. Um, Because if you go into the industry trying to find who you are, you're going to get lost because everyone's going to try to tell you who you are. You're going to have millions of people. You're going to have thousands of people and you're going to get all these different ideas. And they're like, I don't even know, you know what I mean? So it's like, Believe in yourself. Have the passion drive. You know who you are, and like, just yeah, you are your best bud. You know what I mean? Like, you're you're your hype man.
0: Um, like you know you think, yourself the most.
1: Exactly, you know your weaknesses, you know your <laughs> strengths, and even those those change because they do change depending on what your season and how you grow. Like, it's still something to take note of, and it can be used as a powerful tool. Um, But yeah, don't let anyone tell you that you're not good enough, that you aren't worthy enough, that you're talent, you're like, you're talentless. Like you aren't, it all takes in believing yourself. And like, think about how many people have been told no. Think about how many filmmakers weren't allowed into film school. And now they're the most incredible filmmakers in the world, like just do it. And, And another thing, create create, 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 go on TikTok, shoot short films, post, do things just like whatever you can write daily, read books. Um, A lot of times we consume much more than what we put out nowadays. And I think that's something to be like, I'm not vulnerable, but mindful of. Um, I'm challenging myself to read more and create those realities in my head instead of always watching TV, always seeing the ideas already made, like you know, write, you know, just, just challenge yourself to, to create in whatever form that is. And, um, yeah, you always have my support. Whoever's listening, you've got my support. Um, no matter what it is, like, I support you. If you, if you believe in yourself and you know that this is what you want to do, nothing can stop you. And I am all here for that.
0: Uh, most definitely. It's like, I, I love that so much. That's just, that's perfect. It's like, honestly, this episode has probably been one of my favorites. You're probably one of the nicest guests that I've ever had. Oh, thank I just you. Just gotta say that it's like you're you're so nice and so sweet. It's like this. It's been awesome. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I
1: love it. I just I love the world and I love people and I just we're all here at the same time. Like, what are the odds that you and I are here at the same time? That those who are listening were here at the same time. Like that is so cool. Like, and we need to like create with each other and we need to love each other and we need to stop like letting these opinions divide us. Like, I just want the world to be a better place. And I want people to care for each other. And we're gonna mess up. We're not perfect. Okay, so don't expect like I'm preaching perfectionism, because I am the least perfect human you will meet, I will tell anyone that we aren't perfect. But it's such a powerful thing when we continue to spread love, and we continue to work and collaborate with one another, Um, no matter your status, you know what I mean? Just we're all human you know and I love it right I I, love podcasts so I love that you invited me on here it's been such a privilege
0: yes this this is great uh I just I wish there was more people that like had your attitude and that we would like you is that that would just make (laughs) life a thousand times easier
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you yeah
0: awesome uh now is there anything else that you would like to talk about or maybe even promote
1: um so I'm going to be working on uh I'm well I'm working on this short film right now so that's a really big thing. Um you can check out my IMDb. My name is Cara Hope Lorraine with a hyphen. Um uh everyone's like, is that your first and last name? I'm like, no. So like Kara Hope is my first name. Um, so yeah, uh look me up on the socials if you'd like. Um, and uh follow me because I'm always posting on there things I'm working on, things I'm doing. I'm gonna be shooting two feature films in the upcoming year, a short film in the upcoming year that's gonna be submitted to Sundance and like all of the big film oh. festivals, which I am excited, which I'm actually gonna be in Tennessee filming. So maybe maybe depending depending wherever i'm at in tennessee maybe we can uh, collaborate and yeah. i can say hi um yeah, so yeah. Food yeah. and chat <laughs> that'd be great um and then right now i'm working on this short film that i'm trying to have out before the end of the year because why not i may or may not um but you should follow me on tiktok if you haven't um because i'm going to be posting a bunch of things on there about it as well so
0: Yes, uh, everybody follow, follow her TikTok and follow my TikTok. I'm almost at
1: Absolutely.
0: I'm at 650 followers, I believe. So I'm so close to a thousand. It's yeah, like yeah.
1: before the end of the year, I'm already manifesting it. You're going to be at a thousand. So Hopefully. like, go follow. It's free. Go follow. It's a free. Do it.
0: Just do it. And another thing that's free is subscribing to the podcast. So yes,
1: <laughs> because podcast. Oh, that's another thing. Like, listen to podcasts more. Yes. I like. I always have headphones in my ear. I will be walking around the house cleaning, and I am listening to a podcast. Like podcasts are actually one of the most incredible things. Like listening to other people, their opinions, their experiences, their stories. Like that is such a powerful thing. So yes, subscribe to this podcast because I am a fan of that, and it would mean a lot to the both of us.
0: Yes, and uh, one one more thing. I've 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 really wanted to hit this button the entire time. Hold on. I I don't know why. Oh, I love it. I have this little stream deck thing where I can hit, like, I have a harp on here.
1: Whoa.
0: I have cheering.
1: Oh, I love it.
0: And then (laughs) fire for some reason. It's just like, I I know it's, at first I was thinking, you know, I don't know what I'm going to use this for. I just use it for nonsense.
1: There you go. That's what we need. We need more just fun nonsense type stuff on this earth.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you everyone for listening and have a great
1: day.